is it okay that I- he's framing for the going live oh okay i also haven't fed my cat tonight so he's gonna be fun it's gonna be all up in our shit bears beats battlestar galactica Welcome to Mount Geekmore, your favorite podcast where you can watch your friends or people you may just know from the internet talk, argue, and debate uh, Mount Rushmore, their top four of a certain topic. As you can tell by looking at your computer screen, if you're watching us live or on your listening device tonight, we are going to be doing the Mount Geekmore of 90s one-hit wonders. Just for clarification, for anybody who may be listening, we do have a, I say, we Everybody have. shut up and listen. This is so important. <laughs> shut up and listen. This is the most important part of the entire Wikipedia show. Wikipedia defines a one-hit wonder as a band that only has one song in the course of their career reach the Billboard Top 40. Uh, we have been over this countless times as we've done this, as we've done this topic on different things. Uh, we've talked about it being top 25, but anyway, top 40 is what Billboard calls it. So that's what we're going to call it. Um, we want to make sure everybody knows who we got here tonight. So first off, we've got Mike Mercadal. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Mercadal here. And for the podcast listener, what are you doing? Uh, watch us live. You, you, you know, like uh, tune in for the live stream, post in the comments, ask questions, give your your pick your picks it. so your mountains can be in the comments and you can participate in the show uh at, follow us at all the social medias uh, found at geekbro.net uh we have got uh our mount geekmore co-host and my shiver co-host david uyoa howdy and back again for the second time in just as many months i believe we've got alex stein hey guys pleasure to be back um you know, you said Wikipedia defines um, a one-hit wonder as somebody who's on the top 40, but one thing we always know is Wikipedia, always right. Always. <laughs> Never not correct. High school and college students, cite it yes. in your papers. It will no. make all of your teachers so happy. Scroll down to the references <laughs> See, exactly. and cite those. And that's how you do it. And there's that cat that's there's signed. That cat it's it's not quite a, a, a live video unless there's a cat asshole on screen. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is Daniel Day-Lewis. It's actually him. He just refuses to break character. <laughs> nice. All right. Her. So one thing we like to do here at the top is we go around and give everybody a chance to talk about how they came up with their mountain. So, Mike, what went into your list? Um, I will say, uh, Debona, turn up your microphone. It's a little yep. low. And also, I so this one we were kind of all messaging and fig- like I was messaging Stein, and we were talking before we went live about just how convoluted it is to make one of these mountains because there's too many to choose from, and then all of a sudden it becomes is it? It's so subjective because if you are a rock guy, you will know more deep cuts like just because you know that's why the definition is important so like the popular songs it's all about popularity so for me that's that was my that was my one defining characteristic i wanted my mountain to be the 
forces of nature, the unstoppable uh, earworms that, to be fair, still persist in pop culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, the and also the '90s was like, uh, I think a kind of culmination in the music industry of like the factory that the music industry became, and then how it declined after Napster and all of the um, digital file sharing, file sharing and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. like this was when they were just cranking out. It's like, oh, we got a new person. We found them in the mall. Here you go. Here's them singing mm-hmm. a song that somebody else wrote. We just dance them around like a puppet, literally in the NSYNC video. And then, you know, <laughs> like they that that's that's what the 90s were all about. So this is like I wanted to pick unstoppable forces of nature as the one hit wonder. And then poof, they're gone. And so you went the opposite way of your vampires mountain is what you're saying. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There we go. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Dave, how did you make your list? Um, I having done, I think this is the third or fourth one that we've done on Geekmore. So um, I kind of knew already, you know, uh, it's got to be top 40. Don't even consider ones that don't immediately come to mind, you know, sort of thing. I started thinking I, I've got to do this by genre. So one per genre. I'm a rock guy, so I'm like, I got to pick only one rock song and move on from that. And and so I I, I think I did that. Um, I think it's a fairly varied uh, mountain. And then uh, I'll throw in some of those other rock hits, those alt rock hits that I love in the honorable mentions. Mm. All right, Stein. Yeah, I'm going to follow up with what Dave said in that uh, genre had a lot to do with it. <clears throat> And also piggyback on what Mike said, because uh, growing up, I listened to a lot of alternative rock. Um, that, that was like my thing. Uh, so when first building the list, I was getting all of those alternative rock one hit wonders. But then I was like, no, think about all of the other earworms, like the things I like when I first downloaded Napster on my computer that I bought for my bar mitzvah. Uh, <laughs> the, those, those songs I needed to have on my Winamp. And so, like, wow, Winamp, nice. Winamp, it whips the llama's ass. Skins and visualizers is so cool. I love my Winamp. So I was like, okay, so what were like some of those first songs that I needed to go back and get? And my like runners up list is like twice as long. There's so many. It's that that's 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 what we're we're gonna we're gonna catch a lot there. Yeah. Um, So I basically took one from each genre. I didn't want to double up in any genre. Fair enough. I, uh, I I kind of split the difference between some of these things. There are there are two glaring omissions from my list that I would be a fool mm-hmm. to like when somebody else picks them. I'm not going to argue against it. But there are two songs that that were two of the biggest songs in the 90s that I just can't stand. And therefore, I refuse to put them on my list. Whatever. I get it. That happens sometimes. This mm-hmm. is the episode where I decided to do that. Um, so that being said, it's it's songs that I like, but it's also earworms you know it's it's the songs that as soon as it starts playing in a movie or something you're going to recognize that song and they're going to be songs that people are still going to go back to to put in uh in soundtracks and i I thought about that a lot too so all right soundtracks there were yes soundtracks soundtracks were so huge in the 90s yeah i will say uh as we are probably not going we may have some double ups but we probably won't we're going to historically we haven't we're yes. gonna have to keep it tight because this show could go on for hours. Absolutely. So we're so. Gonna, when you drop your pick, you drop your pick, and we're going like rapid fire, almost like lightning round, where we we're just gonna like 
bump, we're basically going to one hit wonder them and then drop off the face of the earth with our with our picks. Yeah, Sounds good. Tight to me. Middle, we're going to keep it tight and let's get to the number fours. Uh, number four. Did we okay. have the sound? Wasn't we- sure if we had sound effects. You're, 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 you're up for number that. fours. Yeah, number four. All right, number four. Mike, what do you got for number four? Okay, so I'm coming in hot, and this is the unstoppable force that it was, and then the disappearing act that they pulled. <laughs> I'm going with "Steal My Sunshine" from Len. Ah, oh, great right. choice. I'm unfamiliar with that one. Oh my so god. This was the summer hit yes. when I was in high school. It was quite literally like you never said gonna steal my sunshine and it had that weird like repeating like be- cowbell song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you see you're right. You see that okay. I that is the ultimate one hit wonder moment. You hear it, you're like, oh yes, yeah. And then gone. I tried I, like I I I wanted to do research and like go and figure out what happened to these people. I could not care less what happened to Len <laughs> because the song is still around. Every once in a while, yeah. you'll just be in a store somewhere and you'll just hear the song and you're like, "Oh my god, that's right!" And uh, it was, um, yeah, it was it was just like this poppy upbeat. There's there's gonna I think a theme in One Hit Wonders is the song of summer. Because yes, there was, I was about to like, say it's the perfect summer song. That's a great summer song. It's a good driving to the beach song. Like in the montage in the teen rom com movie, when they're everything's looking great in the middle, you know, like before everything falls out, and oh, she's just a nerd. She took her glasses off and now she's pretty. All that before all of that happens, they're having a fun day at the beach. They're playing Lens Steal My Sunshine. Agreed. That is my number four. All right. We got Steal My Sunshine by Len. Dave, number four. Uh, So one of the things that uh, may not be known about me, and uh, Mike, uh, Daniel, you guys have known me for a little while now, is I am actually really into dance, electronica, uh, EDM, uh, synth pop. If If it's electric, I fucking dig it. All right. And uh, for me, my dance pick is Mr. Vane by Culture Beat. Oh. I fucking love this song. And anytime I hear we, we've got a station, a radio station down here in Miami that plays only 90s hits. And so every now and then this song will come on. And when it does, those windows come down, that volume gets cranked up. And my son from the back seat's looking at me like my old man is the biggest fucking loser I have ever seen because <laughs> I'm fucking tearing it up in the front seat. Woo! Call me Mr. Vane. Oh, call yeah. me Mr. Wrong. Oh, I fucking love this song. It makes me want to just tear off all my clothes and dance and um, and 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 just just grind. That's yeah. that's what I want, and oh, I want it. Wait, now. I'm getting a message from Stephanie. Can confirm. Okay. Can confirm. <laughs> I have a question, though, Dave. Uh, I had trouble picking electronic dance hits because there yeah. were many. Yes, because there were. this was also the era where everyone was using the same beat. Yeah. Like there's the rhythms are all like that's the whole point of dance music. Is there's no real variation, so you can keep the party going, right? Yeah. So a lot of them, like I like you said, Mr. Vane, and man. I went Labouche, be my lover. Oh, that's another great one. Be my lover, won't because be my basically lover. the entire soundtrack to Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's yeah. There you go. Kind of it, but that, I, I, but it yeah. is it is so encapsulated 
it, it, just for the theme alone, that's a perfect choice. All right. So I got- acted like I knew what song you were talking about, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have to hear it. It's one of those things. I'm sure if I heard, I'd be like, "Oh fuck, you yeah, would. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah you would." Google them. Yeah. Like, if there's one they don't the know, rap, man. When 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 the rapper comes in and he starts laying down those lines, oh man, it's it's that sort of like he's not even really rapping. He's just talking. Right. Yeah. You know? Can you give us a, a small taste of it right now? See if it like. <sighs> I think you Sorry got like to put four you seconds spot. before Spotify gets mad. I, I can't. Uh, man, I, I'm not. I'm not cool enough to pull it off. Call me, Mister Bane. No, uh, didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. Um... All right. So, dance <laughs> no, number four is no, Mister no, Bane no, by Culture Beats. No. I thought about <laughs> it. Like, I, I, I can't embarrass myself <laughs> that so much. Hard. We're live. Stein, what's your number four? <laughs> All right. So, this is my pop song coming in at number four by Aqua Barbie Girl. Oh, great! That one. much, Barbie I, that girl. Much, dude. Almost, uh, you almost chose Barbie almost, girl. Also, almost. That's uh, my pop pick. Oh, uh, dude, it's just that 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 song. That's that that one is just so much fun. That's one that you just like. It it's mm-hmm. a song that just makes you happy when you yeah. hear it. Like, I have a very distinct memory of going to like my first house party in like 1996, 1997. You know, the hormones are just kicking in. <laughs> I'm there with the girls that are just like we're we're starting to notice each other. Boys and girls are starting to notice each other, and Barbie Girl is playing in the background, and it just like. It sits there in my mind as one of those like precious memories, you yeah. know. This is the perfect so song to like score that moment for me. You want to know what's funny? Barbie, They're like a part. big <sighs> European band. Like, yeah. Aqua, yeah, Aqua. The thing is, is that in the United They're States, Danish. Yeah, in the United States, the the attempt to recapture the magic of a one hit wonder is almost looked down upon with disdain. Like, how dare you try? Like, if if Aqua came out, like, I remember they tried, because they had um, the box. Remember the box? Uh, yeah. Where you could pick the videos? television channel. Yeah, where yeah. you, like, was, voted. Yeah. Where you could, like, request videos, and it, would, it was just videos. And there was, like, Aqua had released their like follow-up to barbie girl and people were like no how dare you, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> no not even a thing no thank give you. me no. another dance remix of barbie yes, girl exactly this how one will be eight minutes again. long whole album you fooled us once. barbie girl <laughs> what was the follow-up ken boy i don't know it, it was another goofy you know dance it, it's all like you know like, like oh yeah it's so or... poppy so like bubblegum bright colors i remember like the baby doll shoes were a big thing, so everybody had those like big yeah. flat, thick platforms. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be amazing. back. They'll be back with a, a follow up next couple of years named Skipper. <laughs> what? <do> I- <laughs> All right. So my number four, sliding in by the skin of its teeth, at number forty, um, where it peaked, came out in 1993, and it's a song that you might not recognize by title, but I guarantee you'd recognize if you heard it. But it is a song that I think encapsul- it encapsulates the 90s better than just any song in 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 rock that came out in the 90s. It's Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Oh, oh such so a great song! And you know, specific. I knew it was going to be so good. God, Possum so Kingdom, specific. Possum Kingdom by the Toadies, like that song sounds like mm-hmm. '90s rock. Like yeah. you just you hear that song, and and it's just it's it's not quite grunge, it's not quite 
alt, right? It's just, it's a little bit of like everything that made 90s rock all just kind of wrapped up into one. And yeah, it hit number 40 and it was, it was their, their, their biggest hit at number 40. So it just barely slides in. But man, I, I hear that song and it's like that song reminds me of all other 90s rock. And that is how it ended up kind of, that's how it just, it yeah. kept climbing. Cause at first I was like, I had only made it to number 40. It's not going to make my list. But man, I hear that song and I'm just like, yeah, that's the 90s right there. That's what music yeah. sounded like. It's it's hard to explain to a time when like there was such a division in like what the music you listen to. Like it's almost like you weren't allowed to listen to multiple types of music. I went to a school where mm-hmm. it was oh, yeah. the, the lines were drawn. And if yeah. you were, were a, a rock guy or you were a rocker, a, yeah. well, there was the rock, right. there was the it, rap where, guys where, where i was it was you were a 99x guy or a 96 jams guy mm. right the 106.7 or 92x in denver <laughs> yeah it's, it's the radio stations yeah. man it was like gang colors <laughs> yeah. yeah it was but very defined i have a serious question about that song what is the dark secret he needs to tell her behind so, the boathouse? Where <laughs> what, the, it's the, his what, dick. True story. <laughs> where they're where they're from, there's actually like a legend of like possums in this area around the lake. And like there there actually is like the area they're from, there's like an urban legend about possums around this lake. It actually has like local historical roots to where they're from. It is so, so whatever. Hard to, that is something also, that doesn't make sense if you're not from the area, I guess. That's cool. I like that. that. Good answer. <laughs> it, I'll take that, it. That song was like I love that song, and it's so hard good. that it's that it's like a, a one hit, but it for me it felt like that is only popular to grunge people. Yeah. You know, it's it, the 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 power that it had was in that. But you're right; it was in that one moment. Right. Every grunge person on earth was like, "This is going to be the next big band," yes. and they went poof into the, into the ether and they disappeared. I think they're still performing to this day. Actually, just the one song. Yeah, Over. just the one song. <laughs> they come out, they do that, and then they're they're good. People so, are yeah. satisfied. It's like I the mean, bit that... from Parks and Rec, the Bobby Night Ranger. It's like, hey, yes. I didn't think we could hear <laughs> Sister Christian uh, seven times in a row, but there it was. One more time. All right. So for our number fours, we had Steal My Sunshine by Len, Mr. Vane by Culture Beat, Barbie Girl by Aqua, and Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. And it does seem we are on board for an episode where we're not going to table much. And so that's (laughs) going to take us to our number threes. Round three three. is a magic number. Yes, it is. One, two, three. There we go. All right, number three. What you got, Mike? Okay. Now, this one is, uh, I guarantee it is still going to get people jumping and moving and dancing or whatever. And it is, it was, it's still an unstoppable force. It is present everywhere. And I have yet to, I, I don't even know if they have ever recorded a, or released another song. <laughs> and it is D-Light Groove is in the Heart coming oh, in 1990. <laughs> oh, the my chills God. that you spill. Uh, I still uh, know the fucking words. Oh, and such and such an awesome video. Like like in, in the time of videos, like it was just like bright neon colors and their heads just like zooming in and out. Yeah. Like just, like it was the type of video you put on a big screen in a dance club because it yes. just lights the floor up. 
Yeah. And it was also like, okay, you you still you could still put that song on at a party now and everybody would be like more inclined to dance. Like if there was a reserved person who like was like, ah, no, I don't really want to dance. I was like, one, two, three, you know, that whole fucking, <laughs> the, there's a slide whistle in it. Yes, there's a there's fucking a slide, whistle. slide whistle. <laughs> Alex, you look confused. Do you know, Do you not know Groove is in the heart? This is another one that if I heard it, I'm sure I would. This guy is abusing me right now. <laughs> do what you got to do with the cat. But uh, no, he, it's, I'm having fun. I with refuse it. to believe that you've, you for sure you've heard it. Groove is in the heart. There it is. I know the tune. I just don't know the name of it. Yes, I would dance my ass off to that right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That is a song that's going to draw everybody to dance. Like, I mean, even, yeah, like even if you're a guy that just stands. You're, you can't not move when Groove is in the heart yeah. comes on. And every, even if you dance to it, ironic because the song is like dumb, but also the best. So it's <laughs> but it's but like, the best dance songs are dumb. They're dumb. They're so dumb, and they it's repetitive, and it's great. And then it, there's that, and it's like funky, and it's it was the bridge between for me like the '80s. Like if you look back, the '80s into the '90s. Yeah, in terms of like that, like it was right there on the cusp, and it is a solid like dance number. And then they just a D light. Does anybody, anyone, Four Bueller E's in the course of D light, D light. They took they took that B fifty two vibe and that B fifty two vibe and really rode the hell out of it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, groove is in the heart. Dave, number three. <sighs> I was thinking about pulling an audible here. No, no, I'm going to keep it the way it is. I've committed. All right. Number three is Mark Cohen's Walking in Memphis. Uh, there we go. I know that one. Oh, yeah. So that's this, a testament to the fact that how good, it, how popular yeah. it was. Uh, this is a song that no matter how sober or drunk you are, the moment it comes on, you turn into a sultry, yes. soulful singer, mm-hmm. and yes. you are singing along with Mark Cohen. Ma'am, I am tonight. Walk into Memphis. You know, you 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 turn. It kind of forces you to sound drunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, you have to sing "Walking to Memphis" like you just finished your fifth or sixth scotch, right? That's, like, that's yeah. the only way to sing that song. You know, like the if love child of Bruce Springsteen and michael mcdonald there yes. it is wow yeah that, that's, what a that's mix kind of perfect you want to yeah. know how popular that song continues to be the they just did a parody of it on snl with walking in staten and talking about staten island and pete davidson and some other people and method man pops up in the video at some point <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy and and mark cohen pops up and that's like that's well, his song and he's, that- he's built a career out of this one song. Yeah, I mean, and, and what, what's, what's crazy about Walking to Memphis is it's like the antithesis to my Possum Kingdom pick, right? Like, mm-hmm. Walking to Memphis is timeless. Like, mm-hmm. you could you could drop Walking to Memphis today. You could drop it in the 90s. You could have dropped it in the 70s or 80s. And I think it would always see the same level of popularity because it, it just, there mm-hmm. it, it's, it doesn't feel like it happened at a certain time. I was yeah. actually, I was amazed, like, when I saw it on the list because I was like, I just never knew when Walking to Memphis came out. Yeah, I could have come out in the 60s yeah and, and yeah. the guy he nailed the like the anthem for a city also so right. now he's like a, a hero in memphis he could be he's from not anywhere. from memphis yeah. i was gonna say he could be he's from not. anywhere 
<laughs> yeah, he's uh, I, I can't remember where he's from right now, but he went to Memphis to Pascalusa. uh uh to <laughs> to, uh, to uh, get inspired. You know, he was like, let, mm-hmm. let me go to the land of the king, you know, because yeah. uh, he he's was from Cleveland, Ohio. The man comes go. from rock and yeah. went to Memphis to get inspired. I love that. All right, so we've got walking in Memphis, number three, Stein. It's a very good one. I'm going with my R&B pick at number three. You'll hear it at every single karaoke night that you go to. By Blackstreet, it's no diggity. Oh, oh fuck. such a great song. Oh, oh so much fun. Shit. Yeah. I'm so mad. I didn't put that over. Oh my god. Got no, to bag I, it up. I didn't even think about this. Yeah, got to bag it up. Bag it, bag it up, girl. I like the way you work it. No diggity. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Loves that song. It just gets you in the groove, yeah, baby. Like, out. <laughs> I feel, I feel sexy when, when I'm just around that song. Yeah, and that's, I, it, that's hard for me. Well, and it, shit, this song reached one number one. Yeah, on yeah. The Hot 100. Like, yeah. Uh, and it's, it, it, but you know, it's one of the, it's one of those songs that manages to achieve something that I, I think is that is like the pinnacle of doing rap and R and B is, is that can you insert a phrase or a word into like the vocabulary of the zeitgeist, right? Like can, mm-hmm. can a song that you wrote become just something that everybody knows and no diggity is just, I mean, it's a phrase that you can use. Everybody. Yeah. Knows. No diggity. It, yeah. it, changed, it changed the lexicon. No diggity, yeah. no doubt. No yeah, no dig- yeah, exactly. All right. Oh, and plus, little penny, little penny playing piano in the video. They had a video. Okay, they had a video <laughs> where it was like the the not the remix, but it was like the featuring where they added shit to yeah. it. And they had fucking Slash from Guns N' Roses doing a solo in the fucking <laughs> yeah. video. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And they had uh, Fishbone. And yes, flashed this, as that's like right. Fishbone of, was on it. Yeah, this was when they were like oh, wow. the, the rock and roll rap combos were happening because we had like Run DMC and Aerosmith with it's Walk This way. way, and then like Blackstreet and Slash. They were like they were marriaging, you know, marrying yeah. those those two genres. In I, that, I, I like marriaging. Let's I like marriaging. marriaging because it's not they're not married. <laughs> and they're not wed. They're not having a wedding. They were they're sleeping marriage. together. They were one night yeah. standing. Yes, <laughs> they were one hit. One hit stand. One, one, one hit night. One mm-hmm. night hit standing. You're almost there. All right. So I'm we've not. got. Don't humor me. No one night hitty by Black Street. Debona, what you got? My number three is. Uh, it actually went to number one. It's another one where to this day you could go to a party. And throw this song on. People are going to sing along. They're going to have a good time. It's my uh, my hip hop R and B pick, and it is "This Is How We Do It" by Montel Jordan. Oh, that's a great one. Oh my God, Jess. Now, question. Yes. Does Montel Jordan have any other hits? Not that I could find. I found this okay. to be his one top forty hit. Um, because that went, when when I when I first saw it pop up on some lists, I was like, I swear I remember Montel Jordan doing other stuff, and I could not find anything he had that charted on the Billboard Hot 100. That's how good this song is. Yes. you think it's more than one song? Yeah, exactly. Probably, how many times did it chart? Like, because that song felt like it went away, and then it came back, and yeah. then it oh, and it went away, 
I mean, it, back. it it charted it charted in the '90s, like end of the '90s, Billboard Hot 100. Like for the yeah. entire decade, it charted in the top 30, um, number one when it came out. And uh, so this song came out in 1994, and so it was at a time when you know it, it was it wasn't it wasn't an R and B song that was you know just there was there wasn't a love song, it wasn't a rap song that was that was super hard. It was just man, like look we everybody likes to just have a good time and party right and and this is what it's like we do even the gangbangers stop partying or stop stop what they were doing um it's gangbanging this is how we do it yeah they 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 stop yeah they they stop even the gangbangers have to get enjoyed have to get involved i mean it's just it's 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 a classic anthem that you look back on and like i said you can play it now everybody's still gonna have a good time so this is how we do it by montel but that's how that like oh this is how we do it yes Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I had to go feed my fucking cat. For, for the audio listener, Stein left to feed his Stein cat. had to step away. Let, I had to step away cat. to go feed my cat. This is how we do it. There it is. Well, my, that song has one of my favorite lyrics of all time. It's when he start when he's like, when he refers to himself when he was young as a lowercase g. Yes. <laughs> Ever since I was a lowercase g. That's it. That's all That's I have clever. to hear. Yeah. yeah. Give that man every award. That is the yeah. best line I've ever. Man, I love it's, that it's, thing. It's a hell of a party if you can make the gangbangers forget forget about the drive by, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that they're, they're, that's that's a big plan. Like, yeah. can, I don't, you know, that's not like a spur of the moment. It's like, oh, we got to, oh, but there's a party. I, I feel like um, the variant of this song is uh, Warren G and Nate Dogs regulate. Regulate, yes. I feel like that, like the, the that other is side like of the, the yin this is how to we this one's it. yang. Yeah, <laughs> this I was is thinking... how we do it. <laughs> regulate uh, are like are like polar opposites, but still of the same energy. You yes. know what I mean? And the dark variant is Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, or the no, white I'm sorry. variant. Julio's fantastic voyage has entered the chat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to fight. All right. So <laughs> our number like threes were Groove is in the Heart, Walking in Memphis, mm-hmm. No Diggity, and This is How We Do It. It's a solid fucking round, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make a, I'm genuinely going to make a playlist of this and, and, and share it with everybody on the, on the, Fantastic. On Geek Bro or whatever on the on the on the Twitter or wherever, who cares? I, I just it. want to make the list of. We always th- talk about doing that when we do music episodes, and it just never happens. You guys got to yeah. see it through. Got to see it. Got to see it through, my boy. Got to see it through. All right, so we're gonna keep this thing moving, and we are on to our number twos. Round Dose. two. Dose the sequel to Uno. Correct. Yeah. All what? right. Number two, your deuce. Hit me with it, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna drop a deuce on you, and um, this was a toss-up for me because, again, I was thinking about the the dance stuff, like the the night at the Roxbury stuff. But I had to go with. I mean, it's it's just, it's hard to explain. I wish by Skilo. Oh my god! This I is my hip hop pick. I was talking about this one last night and had to like, and my wife was like, ah, I don't recognize that one. So I started and then I just couldn't finish. Then I could just right. couldn't just stop. I just I was like, here's, here's, here's the entire song. <laughs> Debona couldn't finish with his wife. 
not quickly. I wish from Skila. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Thank Every- you. See, look. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I would call her. I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat. See, like, there's, there's, so what my mountain is built around the unstoppable force of these things because I will tell you what my, I don't, I don't know if it's somebody else has it though. Well, here, just, just talk about Skila. I will talk about Skila. No spoilers. There's an element to all of the songs that I've picked that I feel that they were not forced on us, right? There's going to be songs that mm. are one hit wonders that I feel that were like two, four, like they, they, they were novelty songs. Right. Right. Like there's certain songs Pac-Man that are novelty. Fever. Pac- yeah, sure. Pac- <laughs> the Macarena. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, fuck. Shut up. Yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. You see? You see? That's why I didn't say anything. But there's see, a lot of those songs that are novelty songs yeah. that to me, like in my soul, I do not feel that they are hits. They are advertisements. They are it's like it's like the top ten commercials of whatever. So with I wish, I just remember that song came out and it was like the soft boy version of gangster rap because it still yeah. sounded like West mm-hmm. Coast gangster with the same sound soundscape that they have. The beat was dope. It was funny. It was there was it was clever. The rap there was like good rhyming. Everybody, everybody wished they were a little bit taller. Yeah, you know. I mean, I and it was and and it gave it gave you something to relate to. Like you listen to all this. It's like, man, I, I don't. I've never I've never sold drugs, and I don't have a, a Bentley. But you know what? I do have a hatchback, and everywhere I go, somebody gets laughed at. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. and <laughs> the video was like. Um, Oh God! Of uh, this Forrest Gump, like it was, I was like Forrest Gump, and everything was like acted out, and it was in that classic '90s, um, like Spike Lee made it famous, in, in, where it was like the sped up, where they yeah. shoot it, they shoot it in regular mm-hmm. speed, but they show it in fast forward, and then it's like, like kind of like cartoonishly yeah. exaggerated, and it was like a cartoon version of gangster rap, and suddenly everybody was like, oh look, rap is fun, you know, and <laughs> we can listen to it on the radio and it's not dangerous or scary in any way. Please make this, you know, and it was everywhere. It was everywhere. You could still put it on right now and I think people would just be like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And nowadays we've got Little Dicky, and so maybe like I, this guy like inspired Little Dicky, who's rapping about having a little dick. This guy started off by just wishing he was a little bit taller. I guarantee go. you this guy inspired people to rap about stuff that was not just gangbanging yeah. because that's literally like how how tired that's why i feel like my like my mountain had to be what i feel is like organic a little bit mm-hmm. you know like it like it didn't feel forced like steal my sunshine i don't think it was for it just came out and it was just like took off and then those people i don't know Got sucked into a parallel dimension and disappeared because you never heard from him again. Uh, <laughs> Groove is in the heart is like a powerful song. Like every, it's a dance hit slash transitional hit. And then I wish Skilo was like a rap thing that just took off with no. making it popular for everyone. I feel it was like everybody loved that song. All right, Dave, number two. Uh, my number two. This was one of the very first ones that popped into my my head. Um, it is torn by Natalie and Bruglia. Mm, I was so close. The only reason I, the the only way I convinced myself to eliminate this one is because it's a cover. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, I, 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 I get that. Um, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that when we did uh, our mountain of cover songs, this was on my mountain. Um, Ooh, I've never heard that it was a cover. Well, it, uh, it's, a, it's a cover of like a Danish song, but I mean, it is a cover. Yeah. By Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. By, by a man with a super Danish name with one of those O's with the line through it. I'm yeah. yeah. Sure. Jorgen Bjorgen Shorten or whatever. Uh, Apologies yeah. to our listeners and viewers in uh, 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 Denmark. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It, it, is, it, it is a cover. Uh, but I couldn't talk myself out of it uh, because Natalie and Bruglia made it her own. She did. And, she really did. Um, and and to, to to keep kind of going on that uh, that music video, uh, you know, discussion. That music video is so iconic, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and maybe it's because by the time that the '90s came around we really had learned how to make music videos, you know, because you watch some of those early music videos mm. from, uh, from like the mid eighties and mm. they're kind of rough around the edges, you know, um, even by, you know, the, the late eighties, when you start getting some of those, like, like early guns and roses music videos, uh, it's mostly just you shut it, your fucking mouth. It's my favorite band of all time. Favorite band of all time. All right, but that Welcome to the Jungle video is really just a band playing live. You know, it's in a studio and it's well produced, but it's really just them playing. You know, it's not until you get like November Rain from them you start getting like this cinematic mm. stuff right so it's when the 90s come around is really when you start getting that really cinematic stuff you know where the music videos start adding something to the song and i think that that uh, that happened with torn and and that was part of what made this this cult of natalie and bruglia yeah. just blow up because i mean there really is a cult around her you know mm-hmm. i i i absolutely fell in love with her the moment i heard her sing and then i saw her in johnny english and i fell in love with her all over again you know oh should um, they try to put her in acting things i i think that's yeah a, i think that's a death sentence for pop stars or whatever for like yeah i don't care i could watch her act horribly all day i mean Ah, she's beautiful ah. she's beautiful and i think that had a sell that was a big selling point in that video yeah Uh, yeah it it was because it was her face you know front and center the the whole time um and 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 it worked you know and 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 the song the song's just i mean it's 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 beautiful and it's sad and and it's a video um, where they're they're like there's like a room around her it's like yeah yeah, and and like like the stuff in the background is happening like real fast like yeah like moving in and moving out and she's just singing the whole time yeah (laughs) yeah the story yeah. of the song, you yes. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you know her whole life coming coming down around her and 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 being built back up. It's uh, uh, you know the 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 song I I think is iconic. You know, and by the time that that final slide guitar solo hits at the end, you know you're you've been on this incredible ride with her. It's it's one of those those really great classic storyteller songs yeah and, and she she does such an amazing job with it her voice is is beautiful it's it's tortured and uh, and uplifting all at once you want to talk about a karaoke hit mm. so yeah. I, I was at a i was at a bar one time here in new york it's like it, it was like a bar where mm. it, it, i was at a bar one time too 
yeah, me too. I, guys, I think we all share this <laughs> thing that I'm talking about, this experience. But it, it was basically just a bar that had karaoke up on the TV and wireless microphones that they would just hand, hang around. Yeah. So like it was just like people singing at a bar. It was it didn't really feel like a stage. You would be off in a corner. The other per- the the next person would be off in their corner, and you wouldn't really interact that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend uh, Tony Tony Asande he starts the 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 song comes on, and it was loud, and people were, were not paying attention. That song came on, and suddenly everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And then <clears throat> the whole song, every motherfucking person in that room. Was singing along a lot of faith at the this top of their I voice. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that Tony went up and just snatched the mic from the girl who put it on. I was like, mine. <laughs> no, he, he picked it. It was his. Oh, pick. it was his pick. Nice. It was his pick, and it brought like everybody. It brought the house down. <clears throat> nice. All right, yeah. so we got torn by Natalie and Bruglia. Stein, what's your deuce? I just got one more thing to say about oh. Torn. I have a very distinct memory, another one, where these songs land like in my my yeah. history. Mm-hmm. I remember waking up before my alarm clock went off one day before school. And this is you know the day when you actually had an alarm clock and you could set it right. to the radio to wake you up. And that song came on in my head. And then my alarm went off. And no fucking joke, in my head where I was thinking about the song, the song was playing exactly at that spot on the radio. Oh, Did you have wow. fillings? Were you picking it up on your fillings? No oh, fillings. Yeah. <laughs> no fillings. <laughs> just just saying. Psychic energy magic. Just, yeah. just, just pure magic. I, uh, so just it, tapped into the collective unconscious. Yeah. Not having to do anything with, with Torn. Uh, but I had a similar situation. So back back in the day, before you could just like Shazam something, mm. right? Uh, you had to wait until the song ended and hope that that's when the DJ said the name of the song if you <laughs> wanted to know, right? So uh, these were my middle school days when I was a, a budding metalhead, and mm. I had just gotten into Metallica, and I had mm. no idea what the name of the song was, but it had this amazing guitar solo at the end. And, and I knew it was Metallica because I, I recognized Hetfield's voice and I recognized Kirk Hammett's guitar playing. Turns and, out it was Natalie and Brulia the whole time. Uh, <laughs> right, the whole time. So I, 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 I had fallen asleep with the radio on and I wake up in like this cold sweat <clears> and <throat> I'm hearing the song. And so I <laughs> sat up in, else I, I, I sat up in bed and I'm like, please tell me the name of the fucking song. Please tell me the name of the song. And sure enough, the song ended and the DJ said that was Metallica's fade to black. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> finally, finally. And so so I, 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 you know, I was able to to see which album had that song. And I went and just bought that album. Nice. All right. What, what, what's your number two, Alex? We're ready, ready for my number two. Coming in. It's the four non blondes with what's mm. up. At the last Honorable second, mention. I, at the last second, I subbed out Montel Jordan for uh, I subbed in Montel Jordan for four non blondes. Wait, I said, hey, this would make it. Wait, What's so do on? we have a do we have a, a duplicate? No. You and I? No, no, we don't. I, oh, I, just I, barely. I, yeah, I took it off. Yeah, just sing singing He Man. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about that every time now. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, you know, to to uh, ba- this is my al- alternative. I guess they're alternative rock, I would say, for the four knob yeah, blondes. Definitely. Definitely um, on 100 alternative nation. And also, you know, I'm a feminist. That's why I've got them along with Aqua. We've got two lead singers that are both females, uh, but the four knob blondes, all female. Hey. But yeah, love what's up by, by the four non blondes. 
it's, it's, and it's a song that's like it's it's so funny now like some of the songs coming back around is you know like tiktok sounds and yeah. uh, and 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 yeah. what's up is one that's made that, that's trended and made the made the rounds here recently where it's just like oh god was it's so weird that this is the one that's back but it is such a great song mm-hmm. you gotta wake up in the morning get real high yeah <laughs> just remember it like I love the the He Man. It's gonna always live on because it's been memefied. <laughs> now here's the thing: the actual video of that song, that lady is singing that song at you hard. In yeah, the yeah. Yeah, 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 like she's like right in the fucking and video. her hat is so big, hat is so <laughs> big, white lady dreads and shit. Yeah, With yeah. The goggles. yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she, the, here's why I'll, I'll tell you: not it's a great pick. I'm not disputing it in any way. The only reason it's not on my mountain is that. Linda Perry, the song, she's the singer, is like... I know who Linda Perry is, Mike. She's insanely (laughs) successful as a songwriter. Yes. That she's had many, 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 many hits as a songwriter. So for me, I was like, eh, she, you know, like it's a, it was a hit, yeah, but it's oh, not going on my okay. mouth. It's like, but, it's like when, it's like when okay. we did 2010s, and I was like, I didn't pick Cake by the Ocean because DNC's got a Jonas in it, you know. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 same yeah. type. Of okay, thing. fair All enough. Right. But so it, it got- is, it was an. For my criteria, an unstoppable force of nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was just in the Dominican Republic for my friends, like bachelor party, like wedding party. Like it was a combined thing where everyone in the bridal party was just partying in Dominican Republic. We had it all inclusive and we did a party bus. One of the guys got drunk and forced the DJ to play the song so that he could sing it to all of us. And I said, Hey, was, and it was the drunkest, most joyful experience. That this man, ha- we were all just like cranking it out in the bus, singing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, with our dicks out in our hands. <laughs> no, we were singing with fervor. What's going on? <laughs> all right, so we got what's up by the four non blondes. My number two is. Uh, it, it made it up to number two just because of how much I love the song. Um, the lyrics in the song place it firmly in the 90s as one that couldn't exist somewhere else and this song to this day i just absolutely love it is you get what you give by the new radicals very good that's a good one i i love this song it's got this super positive message you know like they 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 randomly just call out a bunch of people you know courtney love marilyn manson beck and hansen you know it's just like ah yeah we'll kick your asses like just just like random stuff like that it had this video where they were just like running around the mall and like singing on escalators and and it was just it's it's a fun song but it's it's just it's hyper positive right like you 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 listen to you get what you give uh, and and you're just you're just you're in that moment and it was it was one of those ones that the lead singer had one of those like stupid kangol bucket hats and and they're another one right like what happened to new radicals nobody fucking knows they reunited because biden won (laughs) i swear seriously it's a hundred percent true story (laughs) but joe joe biden's son who passed away said that 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 he his favorite band was the new radicals he loved that song he, and he knew the band like he he like knew the band and joe biden talked about it and then they said if you win we will play your inauguration and they fucking did <laughs> well they brought we it back and they them. played you get you get what you give and i will say this that is a song that i absolutely know every beat to i cannot t- tell you one word independently of from hearing the song right like it's like oh uh the 
I don't know any of the words, but I know every. You got the music in you, Mike. Yes, there we go. Don't give up. Go. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the yeah. Song. Like I said, it's just it 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 is so many of this like you know it, it, I kept getting torn between trying to pick songs that could only exist in the '90s, and a lot of those ended up in my honorable Ooh, mentions, yeah. and songs that that could exist anywhere. And this is one of my ones that that it's just like yeah, that is just a '90s song. So my number two is you get what you give. Which so our number twos were. Um, I wish by Skilo, torn by Natalie and Bruglia, mm-hmm. and What's Up by the Four Non Blondes. And now we're going to get into the part of the show that uh, I'm sure is going to get thick because this is where everybody's lists. I'm we get to hear everything that didn't make that everybody's didn't make list. list. Yeah. Missed them by that much. Oh God! Honorable mentions. What do you well, got, Mike? Well, let's start with oh. honorable mentions from uh, the comments. We have Andrew Chacon. Hey, Andy. all for you, Sister Hazel. Nice. Uh, it's like there's a is that the one that it's hard to say what, what it is. is. Yeah. is that that, that's that one, right? Yeah. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm too sexy, right? Said Fred. Yes. Right mm-hmm. said Andrew Chacon. Uh <laughs> I'm free soup dragons. I do not know that one. I don't know that one either. I don't know what soup by dragons its, by its name, it's not ringing a bell. Um, I'm gonna be the five hundred miles song from the yeah, proclaimers. Yes. Oh, is that yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Oh, you know I'm gonna be. Yeah. Fuck you, Spotify. Fuck you, Facebook. Take <laughs> us down. <laughs> Challenge. Uh, We're just having fun. Yeah. Just and having then, fun, Spotify and Facebook. That's, that's a running bit from the What's Up, Bro? Uh, show that Nary. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I apologize for cross the crossing the streams. Oh. Um, <laughs> and also Andrew Chacon with Life Is a Highway. Uh, you talking the about the, the Rascal Flatts yeah. cover? Not, not the, the, yeah, whoever no, the, the original one was. Oh, okay. I know that the Rascal Flatts cover I thought was in the nineties. That that was in the two thousands. Oh, okay. The original. The original. I just don't 90s. remember who who does it. No one does. There you go. That's how <laughs> not, good not, of a not hit. E- not even the mom of the original, uh, you know, songwriter. She's like, "Oh, that song by the Rascal Flats. Yeah, that Lightning McQueen really knows how to drive to that song. <laughs> Life is a <laughs> yeah. Life is a Pixar movie. I'm gonna ride that it all the way to the bank. Uh, Neri <laughs> chiming in. PM Dawn. I think song. he's talking about I Die Without You. You know the one. <laughs> I think he might be talking about I Die Without You, which which charted really high, but I think PM Dawn had another song. Um, PM Dawn had, had in, two, in the top like a two 40. hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I think they may be more two hit wonder. Um I'm trying I'm to sorry, oh, here Mary, we go. Learn to play by the rules. Paper Doll. Paper Doll charted at 28 before that one. So um, but I yeah, think yeah. he's talking about I Die Without You. PM Dawn. PM Dawn was also the soft, uh, like the man. What's have you, ever, you guys ever seen that movie, uh, Fear of a Black Hat? No. That it makes that fun. A it's thing? a it's a mockumentary about gangster rap. It is mind blowing. Go back and watch it now. I think everybody should go back. But they're they're like they're this hip hop group like NWA that breaks up and they all break up into the stereotypes of different rap. At music like awesome like black music at the time and one of them was the spiritual like the the um, what's that guy the the fuck oh yeah uh from run dmc that uh rev run he, he became, no no uh, no it's the um God. jonathan dmc 
Jonathan, yes. <laughs> Jonathan de McDonald's. The <laughs> Darren McChris. Darren Darren McChris. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm talking about. The, yeah, the, sure. The, oh God. I can't remember. It was Tennessee right. something. Tennessee something. Are you talking about arrested development? Arrested development. <laughs> the yes. hyperconscious spiritual yes. rapping music. Yes, arrested music. development. The song yes. Tennessee. Uh, what you're talking yeah. About. Uh, and uh, yeah, those are what about my okay. your my honorable mentions now, Mike? Yes, I'm just gonna run them down. Uh, the Macarena is on there, got it on my the Macarena is on there, and this was the one that I was gonna put in. Uh, what is love by Hathaway? Yeah, oh, yeah, Not jump around House of Pain. Yep, but I, I feel like they House of Pain, I feel like did more stuff, but they were just not as popular but they were always Plus, you, know, you know everlast is kind of just house of pain yeah. everlast is just house of pain and dj lethal was in limp biscuit so yeah. i didn't mm-hmm. blind melon no rain and they that, have one, that, that one i didn't know that they actually didn't know rain is their only big hit it's just the people changes who- was a big song for them but it was not a top 43 yeah. is the magic number didn't make mm-hmm. it on the top 40 Oh no! But that's the that's a good song of theirs too. They're, see, and they're they're an, they're one of those ones like we huh. always end up having this conversation where like or maybe Blind, we could say Blind it. Melon as a whole is just so good to me. I just refuse to it, you put them Break in the conversation apart. as yeah. a one hit one. Right. Yeah. And then the last one I'll say is Return of the Mac, Mac by Morrison. Mac Morrison. Yes. Return of the Mac. Oh my God! One time, one time, no, 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 one time, me and a buddy went on a road trip, and we we like we got to like a certain distance from the house we were like let's just see how many times we can listen to return of the mac before we make it home and it was like <laughs> there's like 28 straight times we listened to return of the mac on the loop now i want to hear what i'm free by the soup dragons is all right dave honorable mentions uh all right so i'm just gonna rattle them off as well um love fool by the cardigans yeah is, is one that like you know just very nearly made the list um I mean, it's it, it, again. It's a it's a cover, but nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Only reason um, I didn't put it on my list. It's I mean, it's it's really a Prince song, you know. But it's it's one of those where like her version is so iconic. It was my number one song when we did '90s songs, man. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something is is one that I really wanted to put on the list, but um, you know, I I already had my my rock hit. Uh, Space Hog in the meantime is one of yeah, those we were talking about we, we talked about song. it very early on I, I fucking love that song and um, I just it, it makes it makes me feel good uh, Kiss Me Sixpence None the Richer very good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck, I'm, gonna it. I'm gonna start singing it it's so good singing on the porch you know Kiss like you're uh, yeah, I love She's yeah. All That. I was in love with Rachel Lee Cook. Sure, who was it? And yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. What a handsome fella. That guy, you know, who didn't love that movie? It, it also surprised me that this was a one-hit, that she was a one-hit wonder, number one, and that it was in the 90s. But I try, Macy Gray. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my really? God. That that voice, that's another one where it was just like, one it hit, stood huh? out so yeah, much. It, it, her voice drives me crazy, man. I can I can listen to her sing yes. all day. It mm-hmm. just and it was it was it was that breath of fresh air voice. All right, um, honorable mention found- Stein. You got anything left? So I do. Just- I've got a bunch, and I'm just going to rattle them off. What did you want to say? Another thing, Mike? No, uh, the Soup Dragons. I'm free. Is I'm free to do what I want. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. You see, very good. The power. Everybody. Went, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, so the Macarena, we already mentioned that one. I've got the Baja Men, who let the dogs out? <laughs> uh, Marcy's Playground, <laughs> Sex and Candy. Nice. Yeah. Soul All Asylum, right. Runaway Train. Uh, another band That's I refuse to acknowledge is the one. <laughs> yeah, they, they had so <laughs> I know, right? Crash Test Dummies. Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> Mighty Mighty Bostones, The Impression That I Get. Ooh, oh, I fucking one. love that. That's song. a tough one because I. This like one that. almost yes. made the list, but I uh, decided I wanted something else on it. Uh, tag team. Whoop! There it is. Yes. Uh, I got back two with, left. Back with a vengeance because of ice cream. Yep. Local <laughs> H bound for the floor. Oh yes! my god! Yes. Yes. And my last one, the Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah, oh, like fuck you, music industry recording much. rights yes. that killed that band. That was a good band. Yes, that one was a good one. All right, um, a couple here. This is this is where a lot of the ones that that just kind of these are where like songs that were just that that happened at just the right time. Um, My own worst enemy by Lit. Right, yeah. still still find it all over the place. Yeah, uh, Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. That's a good one. Uh, like, that's a song that could, like, honestly, when Flagpole City came out, it shouldn't have ever been a hit in the first place. Like, so, obviously, it very much happened at just the right I'm time. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Right. Um, the Freshman by The Verve Pipe, not The Verve. Um, yeah. Horribly, just, just sad, super emotional song. And uh, Black Velvet, which actually released in 89, but charted in 90. So I'm, uh, I'm throwing it out there. Oh, Black Velvet. Black Velvet. That's a Doctor yeah. Strange yeah. moment, like with the flugelhorn thing at the top when he's like, oh, charted in this year. Yes, yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> the flugelhorn moment of our episode. <laughs> that that was another one. Like when we, we did an episode of like, <laughs> pop songs of 90, and I, I was like, I can't put this one on there because it released in 89. But I mean, it did chart in 90. So that's when it was a wonder. So, all right. So those are our honorable mentions. Neary would like everybody to know that he lost his virginity to the She's All That song. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Podcast listeners should miss out on that piece of info. <laughs> uh, but it's the one that plays when he does the hacky sack thing. So it's very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> am, I the only, am I the only one that remembers that? Yeah, no, no, no. I remember. All right. So that's going to take us to our number ones. Number one. Round one. There's Round no turning one. back. Right. Do it. Right. All right. <laughs> it's funny how you're reminding me of the sounds very much like the one hit wonders. All right. Number one, Mike, what you got? My number one coming in with a bullet. Mambo number five, Lou Bega. I, the reason I didn't hit, put man. it on honorable mentions is in case it was somebody's number one. I didn't say it. A hundred percent still get being referenced. Like genuinely, like it was in a commercial recently. It's all over TikTok. The the listing of names and all that stuff. A little bit of Monica. It's <laughs> I just saw a tweet that was a reference to like one ring to Monica and then one ring to whatever. And it's like yeah. and then one ring, but all were fooled for Lou Bega formed one ring in the to rule them all. <laughs> I saw like, that. Literally mashing Mama number five and Lord of the Rings. It's so ubiquitous. That people are still joking around, like, ah, when's Mambo number six coming out? Right. Yes, Blue Bega, when is Mambo number? <laughs> you disappeared on us, or you just rested back on your laurels, knowing that you gave us the perfect 
Right. And the perfect hit. And the assumption has got to be that this was like he kept writing different versions of this song, right? Like like WD-40 or Formula right, 409. Right. Like this was just the one that finally took off. Mambo, number five. <laughs> <laughs> now what happened to the other four? And you could hear like it's it's not a well it's not a good song musically. Not a good song. And it's got like the other the other hit. I mean, it didn't chart nearly as high, but the other hit that he had, you know, the I got a girl in Paris. I got a girl in Rome. Wait, he what? had another hit, he had another song. He had another song, but it it, it it didn't do nearly as well. But it was a much better song. Oh. What the fuck was the name of that song? What? I've been charted down to beat Mike off the mountain. Right there. Oh, I got <laughs> No, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty widely considered to just be like, uh, to, for, for him five. to be a number, a number, a one hit one. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to boot Mike off the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So He's we got German? Mambo number five sliding into mm-hmm. a number one slot. Dave, what you got? He's, Lou Bega's German? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What the hell is okay? My whole life has just been. Yeah, this is Mambo number five. (laughs) (laughs) You'll listen, but you'll like it, Monica. Uh, Yeah, it was called. I like a bit of Fräulein in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of Hildegard in my room. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Before we fall any further down this Lou Bega hole, Dave, what's your number one? Uh, My number one, I don't give a fuck. My number one is No Rain by Blind Melon. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the best song that's been mentioned all fucking night. All right. Yep. Blind well, Melon is the best sand that best band that's been mentioned all fucking night. Um <laughs> this is this is a legit band here. Bega, um <laughs> and <laughs> Aqua. He's a solo act. You're right, you're right. Best so, band, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh I if it had it not been for Shannon Hoon's untimely death, <sighs> this is a band mm. that would have gone on yes. to like Fuck it! Like the 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 sky's the limit for these guys. Yeah, uh, because they they embodied this like 1970s uh, rock attitude with like forward thinking, like progressive music mentality. It w- and 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 no rain kind of doesn't exactly sound like what's on. Uh, their their debut album, but it kind of does also because that. That first album was kind of really hard rock. Soup, and, right? And, and no, it was uh, the self-titled album, the oh, debut okay. one. Uh, but but this one is a ballad. Like it just it really works, and and it kind of throws you back to to a time when you were just fucking happy. Yeah. You know, you like you go outside and you play, and and you just have fun with your friends. And anytime I hear this song, it brings me back to that time. And uh, it, it, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that they are a one-hit wonder. Dancing because... around in the field with your little bee costume and your bee mm-hmm. costume. Yeah, I love dancing dance. around in my bee costume. You know, so that's that's just me. I I, I fucking love this band. I love this song. And as soon as we said uh, '90s one-hit wonders, because I I knew that they were technically a one-hit wonder, I was like, this is my number one. It's got to be. Yeah. I do. Like I said, I ju- it's it's just it's just one of those ones where even though they fall within the parameters, I'm just like, no, I just love Blind Melon, and I just don't want to. I don't want to say them in that in that breath of calling yeah. them a one hit wonder. But yeah, I, love, yeah. I love it. Man. I don't mean this I, in an insulting way, but Blind the, No Rain on that album is like when Sugar Ray came out with "I Just Want to Fly." 
because they were very not that type. Of yeah, song. no, that the the, yeah. the album that had Fly on it had Cash on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like, Speed Home California, like all of these songs yeah. that that they were originally like this speed punk band, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they they got popular for this one song, Blind Melon. I think like one of the things the problems with Shannon Hoon was that it was the the classic problem with uh, marketing music for rock music in that that post glam era where like it had run its course and it was all like saturated where the the power ballad was the hit you know what i mean yeah the power ballad was the one that got them paid and the um and the one that the one that got them hey yeah, I mean it's true. Oh yeah, no, I mean it, this. You know, the same. There's, there's so many bands that that you can do that with. You're absolutely I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna drop out just. Well, I mean, Firehouse, I think, is a perfect example of one of those bands. You know, that came in towards the end of the the glam rock. You know, the 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 hair metal phase yeah. in, in cool. the early '90s uh, with all she wrote. You know, it's like kind of, sort of a ballad. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, and, uh, when the Goo Goo Dolls dropped Iris, it was like, who yeah. the fuck are... This is not my Goo Goo Dolls. Like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. but, you do but, here's, Goo here's, here's but, the but then they became that, that, and it was sad. When, but when Goo Goo Dolls plays Iris, it becomes that ballad played in the Goo Goo Dolls idiot. Yeah. And yeah. and so no rain is the ballad played in the blind melon idiom. And even yeah. though, like, yeah, I, I agree that the ballad is one of those things that put butts and seats back in the arena days right um and 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 that's what would sell can't play record, shout at the devil if you don't right? play coming home well there's yeah. a there's a whole <laughs> the the sweet cherry the, the cherry pie warrant mm-hmm. like there's that whole decline like there was so, so much like because think about it you get bought and sold up uh like you're told what to play and whatever and now you got to go play it every night radiohead creep Radiohead, yeah, yeah you know, that's they a perfect example. Stuff. Yeah, but, <clears throat> yeah, it's cra- It's it's ridiculous. Sorry, I didn't mean to drag that out. It's just <laughs> oh, like, no, I love I love Blind Melon, but it's like oh, uh, and and Neri, I'm not disagreeing that Iris is a good song. Uh, Neri's chimed in here to say Iris is fucking awesome. Fuck anyone who disagrees. Iris, oh is no, a good it is. Song. I, I I love that. It's song. just. Before Iris, that's not what the Goo Goo Dolls sounded like. Is all right. I was getting at. It's, it signaled a shift. Yes, and there, there was well, a drastic shift. Those shifts the can be can be after. sad because I remember like when the Offspring did "Pretty Fly for a White oh. Guy." I was like, "This isn't the Offspring." Yeah. Yes. But, but, those, but those shifts can also mark like periods of greatness because the Chili Peppers were not the same Chili Peppers after "Under the Bridge." Yeah. You know, right. and, and and arguably their best stuff like chili pepper, came out. Chili peppers that. are overrated. Fuck what? you, Mike Mercadol. <laughs> yeah, All right. All I, right. I before, we friends. before we wax on too much about this, what's your number one, Stein? Yeah, I appreciate, Dave, you bringing it back, grounding it in actual good music. But I'm sorry, it's not the best one hit wonder of the 90s. The best one hit wonder of the 90s is the one I'm going to serve up to you right now. And that is Sir Mix-a-Lot's I like big butts. I can't Baby disagree. Baby got with that. back. I can't argue. Baby got back. Got That's back. what I meant. That's what I got it written down. Baby got back. <laughs> I fucked up the title of the song. <laughs> fucked up the whole bit. You know the what? Number one one hit wonder of the nineties. There's nothing else to say. This one of the only like I've got, I've got like four or five rap songs that I can just do front to end. You can do this, st- st- Baby Got Back front. It's so much harder than people think. Yeah. It is. 
especially when they do it at karaoke and they're not Runs fully in. committed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, no, I yeah. got this. This is the worst. <laughs> I got this. Um, it, baby got back. Uh, the music video, iconic. Dancing yes. on top of big butts. Dancing on the right butt. on the butts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah. it was funny. Sampled to death again. Mm-hmm. Adds adds something new to the lexicon, right? Like my that. anaconda <coughs> don't want none unless you got got buns, buns huh? And yeah. then the whoosh, whip noise. Mm-hmm. Monday got a motor in the back of yeah. her Honda. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, d- great, great pick. Uh, yeah, that, that that's. I, I like. I kept seeing that one pop up on lists, and I don't know why. Like it just it didn't stick. I don't know. Like. I, I guess almost because you don't like you like the flat butts. You're the bull, <laughs> the bean, the bean pole dames of the magazines or uh, what? Yes, you're exactly. Um, I, you know, honest, it's just I, I like long backs and I can't deny <laughs> it. It almost falls into that category of uh, of novelty songs, you know, like we were talking about. But but I, I'm not I'm not I'm not discrediting your pick. Sure, I, sure. I but also awesome. again, like my the last time I did this, I was picturing what my Mount Geekmore would look like if you were to like <laughs> carve the thing that I'm talking right. about into the mountainside a big ass, yeah. ass right yeah. up there I mean that looks good I wonder what our mountains would look like yeah if we would well, we, we'll say it. our number ones let's try like let's see if we can icon uh, like iconify our right. our picks yeah. all right well my number one is one that I did not think of originally. And when I listened to it and I remember just how freakishly good the song is, um, it's it's another one that's that's almost kind of timeless. It's, it's a song that you can still listen to and get emotional, especially if it's a moment that you've ever lived. My number one is Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good one. It, it, Yes, like, very good. I, I like while I was working while I was working on this list, and you're just going through and listening to the songs, and it's like, is it as good as I remember, or do I just have like a memory tied to it? And this one, this one's a little bit of both of that for me. Um, like this, this song w- was it, it went to number five. It was huge like, when I was in high school, and but it will always. I moved 800 miles away to go to college, so like this song was really intrinsically tied into you know those those wonder years of high school for me and, and having that one last night with my buddy John Rick before I took off um, to go to college. And, but it's a song that's, that's so relatable to so many people. It's really well produced, like musically, it's very, very well put together. Uh, it's just, and I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's sad. It's, it's one of those songs where when you look at the lyrics, like it's kind of sad, but it's really about making the most of a sad moment. And it's, it's, it's a life lesson that, that a lot of people could, you know, can learn from and love. You got to fight the break of dawn. Yeah, you man. It's, fight it's, the exactly. Of dawn. Exactly. Yeah. Save tonight. Fight yeah. the break of dawn. Yeah. yeah. Come tomorrow. It's very dawn. emotional. Yeah. It's visceral. Yeah. That song. Yeah. yeah like it, it, it taps into yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I will say less fun than Mambo number five, but also good. <laughs> yeah, less also fun good. than Baby Got Back, you know. So we got like like Dave and Debona have like the serious, heartfelt, like take you on a journey songs. And Mike and I just want to fucking party. Yeah, bro. We want a Mambo. Yeah. We, we want are, big butts. We start, we want we start the big party. Butts. I'll yeah. tell you what it is. We are, I, I'll tell you this. We are the ride to the party. That is me, Stein. I'm at the party with the hits. <laughs> then 
Dave is winding down the party. And then, like, that's that late night, like, trance party. Yeah, you know, like, right. And then you're, Debona's the ride home when we're all ending the night. It's, it's the montage at the end of the world. Yeah. We're all just, like, staring out the window, yeah. like, passing yeah. around a joint. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> I lo- we've, we've, encapsul- we've fully encapsulated oh, a, 90s, night. a 90s night out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Whatever movie has this soundtrack, I'm fucking watching it. A million times. But it's got to end with this scene you just described. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Like, like you know how I used to love when when you like at the end of the night we'd always end up at like Denny's or whatever diner. Is yeah, Denny's. Your, yeah, yeah. Denny's. IHOP. Denny's. Yeah, yeah. IHOP. Whatever it is, the twenty four hour spot in your in your city, and then you where the sun's kind of coming up. You're about to drop everybody off, and nothing will make everybody laugh so fucking hard because just like the idea that the sun is coming up is hilarious. They were just like, <laughs> and we're just all, you're all just like giddy and goofy. Yeah. Not we even did drunk it, guys. We did it. Not even drunk or high, just like high on the experience of like, yeah, we did it. Yeah. We made it through to the sun. Yeah. You know? Driving back home in my mom's lavender Saturn. There it is. Yeah. That's how you wrap the moment up. All right. So our number ones were Mambo Number 5 by Lou Vega, No Rain by Blind Melon, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot, and Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. And we have made it through an entire night with no repeats. Right. So as we are wont to do on this show, usually when this happens, our number ones just become the mountain. My, my. My and everybody mount, gets one. My so, icon so, is... Yeah, what's your icon? So my icon for my number one is just a mustache. Oh, I thought you were going to say a hat. No, it's just a Lou Begum. Okay. It's oh, thank God. Because he's German. I was afraid. <laughs> the Lou Begum. No. <laughs> Fuck, that took me a second. East Ein Mustache. <laughs> East, East Ein Mambo. It, it's uh, a hat with just a disembodied mustache. Just underneath. a hat and a mustache. Yeah. There we go. All right. So for, for Blunt, what, for No Rain, we put the Bumblebee girl up there? God, yeah. Man. Oh, for yeah. sure. God, I mean, it's either that or the Aryan mustache. <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> And then for, for Baby Got Back, we just got the big ass. Oh, yeah, it's the big butts that he's actually dancing on in the music video. Yes. Yes. And uh, mine not mine, mine iconic in look. Yeah, mine, yeah, mine's the afro. afro. You're right. That he has afro. like this big, giant, yeah. yes. like, grungy yes. throw. Yeah, so there we go. So the final mountain for the one-hit wonders of the 90s are Mamba Number no. 5 by Lou Bega, No Rain by Blind Melon, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot, and Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Good fucking mix. That's I like good, it. I like Dude, it. The, way, the way you drew it up as, as the, the one night, I, yeah. I think perfect. I think makes this a great mountain. Perfect mountain. We, good job, guys. Yeah, right good job. Yeah, we did a good job, good job, job everybody. Yeah. All right. So if you've enjoyed this and you're listening, make sure you head over to geekbro.net where you can check out all of our other podcasts that you might find. Like we have got What's Up, Bro? with uh, Mike and Neary and Missy. Usually, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, um, and a couple other people rotate in and out here and there. You can catch me and Dave on Shiver this week. We will be doing the second part of our um, Ari Aster double features. We'll be doing Midsomar Wednesday oh, yeah. night at eight o'clock. Um, check out all our other podcasts too, like Comedy Fitness, A Dose of Ellie, Crimeacopia, Crimeacopia, uh, um, uh, Kick Flicks, yeah, Kick Flicks. 
And um, um, and can we promote Stein? Yeah, has Stein, a, amazing podcast, podcast that I've been a part of, and I love it. If you love Dungeons and Dragons, Stein, take it away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my name is Alexander Stein, aka the Pungent Master, the uh, host and producer of the Floor Is Dungeon podcast, uh, session zeros and one shots. We build randomly created characters based off of the history of the month. It's always fucking wacky, and then I make a custom one-shot for my two players to go through. I call it my Double Dare Dungeon. Uh, it's always wacky. Usually I take some right-wing nut job and turn them into a uh, into my big bad evil guy. For Mike's last episode, it was Ron DeSantis, yeah. and I turned him into a giant <laughs> sand mantis. Yep. To sand uh, mantis. I, yeah. was a, I was inspired by Andy Samberg, the Colonel Sanders himself, um, <clears throat> Leo Tolstoy. Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> yeah. And I was. Uh, oh God! What was You're the... an Earth Genasi like horde breaker ranger. Yeah. yeah, it was like a weird like. That's the thing is that you like. Hey, it was beautiful. Here's was beautiful. all the here's all the people that were born on the day that we roll dice to land on, and then it was like make a yeah. character. I'm like, well, yeah. the Colonel has to the be cosmic D thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh. All right. So make sure you hit two. Um. Uh, yeah, four you can find is us on. Uh, I'm on all the socials at dungeon floor and you can find the podcast the floor is dungeon on any podcatcher that you have excellent all right well thank you guys for listening if you've enjoyed it and you're listening um to the podcast make sure you tune in we do this uh most most of the time it's mondays at nine eight central is when you can find us we try to remember to get on our socials and let you know what the topic's gonna be uh but you can always just chime in with us live here neary and um andy chacon thank you for cheering uh for chiming in tonight and I guess that is going to do it for tonight, everybody. That's how lists are made. People, bam, line. We don't have I like any.